I have put many beautiful piñatas in the storeroom, each of them filled with little surprises. Many piñatas? Oh, yes, many! Would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? A what? A plethora. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have a plethora. Hi, welcome to another Abers Abers with an over again, Chad. Check. Check, 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 check. I'm doing your job for you, Jerry. Check. Yeah, you, you're, you're, you're just, just abusing this microphone. Alright, welcome to another episode of the PGP Filmcast. I'm your host, Chad, and with me as always is Tom. Hot tub t- It's all impossibly black. <laughs> and Jerry. Yes, I did not see it. God, it's like an infant's arm. Well, good job. <laughs> Coming up in today's episode, uh, looking at uh, Christopher Nolan's new movie, Inception. Comes out July 16th. Oh, we might actually know what it's about, because the trailer gave me no clue yeah. about what this movie is mm-hmm. about. It does have Juno in it. Who? Ellen Page. Yeah, shit. Oh, that was the main lady? We, you saw her very briefly in the... No, uh, the main lady is Marianne, Co- Marianne Cotillard. Oh, okay. Then uh, <laughs> we have Three Amigos versus Inner Space. Martin Short. That was a tough one. Not tough at all. No. I'd say one was to me. One was a clear winner. Is it the same winner for both of you? <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll we, have to, we have to wait till the verses. All right, April 9th, uh, we got three movies coming up, including one surefire hit. Then Let April sixteenth, Zeus, and then we have a retro review of Gross Point Blank. Is this our first like uh, recommended? Yeah, retro? Oh no, we did uh, that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Six Day. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did watch that one. Did yeah. we do that one a long time ago? That yeah, was, that was like, like one of our first ones. Okay, yeah. when somebody actually listened. <laughs> Way back, but now we have a new listener. Way so back, we're gonna we do. Start. Yeah, who? How's his brother? Who? Trav? Who? What's up, Trav? Who? Travis? Yeah. Who? Where? He's one of his. His, his, uh, his son had chicken pox. When? Why? <laughs> why? What's going why? on? Huh? Then five days right. of the news here. Who, when, where, how, and why? <laughs> then our top ten villains. 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 Well, I, well, I'm sorry. The next show has the next episode's gonna have some sort of theme. It's a yeah, mystery. We theme. can switch it up. But no, I, let's I do pick, your theme. I pick is it is, a, is the theme turn. gonna be just black dudes? Like what's the <laughs> no no cooking shows or cooking movies? Oh look at that! Yeah. Top ten food movies. Yeah. Oh, I can do tons of horror films on that. Yeah, exactly. So it should be pretty good. Ice cream man, the stuff. <laughs> Killer Cows of Our Space because they had Soil the popcorn so in the green popcorn gun and the uh, cotton candy cocoons mm-hmm. a lot of good movies mm-hmm. but uh, first we can do news uh, Alan Hughes director or one of the directors of Book of Eli is, a tra- uh, is attached to direct the live action Akira movie what does it mean to be attached to direct pretty much signed, uh, signed. oh yeah. okay why, why would you do a live action Akira movie and the whole thing that it's anime well it's based on a comic book one I'm curious, I'm curious to see the special effects. How they have you seen Akira? Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. I, I kind of wonder. I mean, that could be impressive CGI if they do like that huge, like gelatinous, bulbous thing at the end that like, consumes yeah. everything. That could be kind of cool. And then uh, Vin Diesel is going to reprise his role in Triple X. Triple X Three will be directed by the original director <laughs> Rob Cohen and will it be three oh, D? Oh my head! Triple X, so, nice. So yeah. his muscles will just look amazing in 3D. Why couldn't they just call it 3X or 3X cubed? Uh, X cubed would have been. I like that. Yeah. yeah do you, do you think uh, maybe they can get Vin Diesel and Ice Cube to 
You know, oh, that's right. Because triple X squared. Because Ice Cube was at number two, right? Yeah. Like nobody <laughs> would <you> notice. <laughs> I didn't watch that. Yeah, shit. I didn't buy the whole James Bond shit that it can be anybody can be James Bond. No, Ice Cube <laughs> cannot replace Vin Diesel. One guy can see his own feet. The other one can't see his own feet. Dude who has enormous beard and beer belly. They uh, chickety check yourself. They played huh? different characters. So. I don't care. That was one of the. But that yeah. was well beyond an Omar Epps pull. For yeah. They had uh, Ice Cube out running people, and probably not going to happen. <laughs> uh, Chris Evans is going to play Captain America. Is he the gay guy from American Pie? No, I don't think so. No, it's Chris Klein. Chris Evans was in Fantastic Four. He's uh, the Flame. So, oh, he's oh, the okay. Human Flame. He's pretty yeah. sexy. Yeah. Then Sebastian Stan, who was in Hot Tub Time Machine, which we saw last weekend. I was telling Jerry that that movie is phenomenal. He's going to play the sidekick, Bucky Barnes. He I played the uh, the bad guy, the Red Dawn fan. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I I don't know much about Captain America. I honestly didn't know he had a sidekick. I never read the comic book. No. This is big news. A little too... He's the one he throws the shield, right? He has the shield as yeah, like his he has weapon. A, the shield with the star on shield it. Shield of justice or something like that. Yeah, full body. Very tight. <laughs> Imagine being like the, like the shield that's like an IUD that he throws around. <laughs> and uh, probably the biggest news over the last few weeks. Will Smith oh, yeah. will be starring in two sequels of Independence Day. I emailed Chad that I said I madely ejaculated my pants and passed out <laughs> when I read this at, is, on Yahoo. Is he going to fall in love with Harry Connick Jr. at any point? In He's dead. He remember he died? His plane crash? Oh, I thought you meant the real Harry Connick Jr. for a second. Oh. <laughs> no, about, in the movie, his character died. What, what about the sequel to Little Man Tate? Bigger Man Tate? Well, I want to know, is the, uh, is the stripper going to be back? And, oh, and is this, Maybe his son is now a fighter pilot, too, and they can fly together in missions. Oh, kind of an Iron Eagle thing. Exactly. Because we had Iron Eagle, then we went two and three. What about Pill Bowman? He's still alive. Yeah. Well, right. no one else can see that their minds are like locusts. <laughs> it's not his thoughts. Like locusts, and he's moving from planet to planet, consuming all of its natural resources. Like Europeans, nuke the fuckers, nuke them. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Weiss is uh, rumored to be playing the head of Quantum in the next Bond movie. Quantum was the uh, secret uh, criminal organization that uh, was behind all the stuff that happened in the first two movies. Quantum. Ah. Oh, Quantum of Solace. Oh, it's all coming together. This explains... Remember we had that long discussion about how yeah. angry I was about Quantum versus Quantum? They would have told me Quantum was the name of an evil organization. It would have been no argument. Yep. Now you have no argument. I don't. There you go. Entire argument shot to shit. <laughs> and uh, director of the Resident Evil movies, Paul W.S. Anderson, is directing a remake of Buck Rogers in 3D. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for Buck Rogers. Do you guys like 3D? I mean, Avatar was cool. Yeah. Do you feel like this is really the future of movies, or is it more that something should be used sparingly? I, I think it's going to be the everything. Huh? Any action movies going to be 3D now. I think it's going to kind of go the way of like the 50s 3D fad. It's going to be really popular for about four or five years, and people are going to be tired of paying the, the extra money extra and $5 for a ticket. Chad, you have no vision. It's going to be awesome. I know. Everybody's going to do it. This is, this is it depends on sequels. It depends on like a... How the uh, 3D TVs that are coming out, how they do, if people buy those. It's interesting because we obviously there's 3D technology that doesn't require glasses. Because there's, yeah. there's the new Nintendo's going to come out with a new DS that has a 3D screen that does not require glasses. But uh, if you move your head, then the 3D doesn't work. So Yeah, because basically it's like those, you used to tilt them back and forth like to see the 3D images. It's basically kind of a similar sort of. Yeah. So it's not going to work at all. See the kitten, you know, jump off the, the branch. Then, uh, very cool. Nev Campbell, David Arquette, and Courtney Cox. Arquette will reprise their roles in Scream 4. 
Original writer Kevin Williamson, director Wes Craven will be back too. This is a very slow movie week. The, sub, the subtitle week. should be No Surprises, I think, on that one. Yeah. <laughs> not much news. No, I, not I a like whole lot. Ken Just, no. just uh, Will Smith. That is, that, big, that is the big news. That was the only piece of news. Yeah, this, yeah, gotta find something to talk about. No, oh, no, you no, did no. a good job. I'm saying it was definitely. It's Nobody died. Movie. I was pretty sure we were going to have Tiger Woods here. You guys coming back to the Masters. They're going to make a movie about Tiger Woods. Uh-huh. Do you see the new, uh, basically, texting application called Tiger Text? No. Where you pay the service <laughs> and your texts will then automatically delete themselves after a certain given amount of time? Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that was pretty classy to call Tiger Text. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our future movie is in Inception. Comes out July 16th, 2010. Written and directed by Christopher Nolan, who directed The Dark Knight. What else? He, he directed Memento. Memento uh, was insomnia. Big, big, it was his breakthrough. Yeah. Right? Memento, Insomnia. With Guy Pierce. The two Batman movies. What's Insomnia? That's that one with uh, Robin Williams and Al Pacino. No, the word. What does it mean? Insomnia. The word Insomnia. That's from yeah. uh, Bo Bridges or never mind. Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd Bridges and the Hot Shots Part Two. Yeah. Seventh. Oh, dear God, man, what does it mean? I think it'd be <laughs> awesome, though, if they, they switched it up with his kid, Bo Bridges, in, in Hot Shots. Bo Bridges still up? Bo Bridges, yeah. Huh? So is uh, Jeff Bridges. I just saw Jeff Bridges in Crazy Heart last week. What do you think that that's, I mean, supposedly the best movie of all time? Apparently. It's not that good a movie. He, he does a good job acting in it, but some of the worst acting in history is done by, what's her name? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal. So but every once in a while, they'll just drop in Jake Gyllenhaal. Without a shirt on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Prince of Persia. Yeah, they'll, they'll, be, Persia. they'll be having their love story going on, and then you walk by into the background, he's fucking Heath Ledger's dead body. <laughs> kind of groups you out just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Why? I thought, this, I thought you really can't quit him, can you? Can't quit him. Kind of dug his ass up and then fucked his ass. I can't quit you even when you're dead. I'm ashamed. You really convinced me. Sorry. All right. In a world where technology exists to enter the human mind through dream invasion, a single idea within one's mind can be the most dangerous weapon or the most valuable asset. I still don't. Dream invasion. All right. So they go into people's dreams, take these awesome ideas, and then turn them into what? Reality? What? You can fly? Oh, my God. That's an amazing idea. Who knows? It could be good. It could be bad. I thought there would be more information on the internet, but there well, that, that's that's ten times more than we knew about after watching the trailer. <laughs> this, guy, this guy's penis is on backwards. <laughs> that's amazing. It's upside. That shit's upside down. <laughs> the balls are on top. <laughs> Seems much more efficient. Why does he dream about so much easier to shave so your much. so much easier to shave your balls if they're above the penis. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio as Cobb. Can't go wrong there. Marion Cotillard is Mal. 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 Bad. Mal. Franchise. I mean, if this was like my dreams, nobody would be wearing clothing at any time in this movie. <laughs> Especially the truly invading my dream. Be like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Leo would be covered in hair and a gigantic penis and <laughs> totally naked. It'd be kind of like Planet of the Apes, but I'd be a female <laughs> ape. <laughs> then Ken Watanabe as Saito, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Arthur. Jerry's uh, favorite Ellen Page is uh, how do you pronounce that Ariadne Ariadne. she she would be like the Dr. Zayas yeah and this would be B. Arthur actually would be in my dream (laughs) then uh, Killian Murphy as uh, Fisher Fisher you fuck he just hit just his eyes Tom Berenger Tom Berenger yes this is the Tom Berenger this is 
This is like sniper and everything else. Oh yeah, one shot two. league. Wow, one shot, two kills. Is he wearing a sport? Uh, if if he's in my gym, he'd be wearing a sports coat over jeans this entire movie because <laughs> that is Tom Berenger with a sniper rifle. That's probably the dream that they extract, and it's uh-huh. just Tom Berenger walking around in oh, sport coat and jeans. <laughs> Y'all talking and, about pizza? Yeah. Y'all experts? I make the least minimum. That's all, that's all I'd say. He's a fine actor. <laughs> then Michael Caine as a professor. Hey, really? I don't know if he's a professor or the professor. Is he in a wheelchair? Or but, Professor Michael Caine? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all. We, it's not much to say until July 6th. It's supposed to be a summer blockbuster, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. his last movie, uh, Dark Knight. Man, number, number three uh, all time now. It's, yeah. I'd say this is aiming a little bit of a different crowd, though. So how do you yeah. do Dream Invasion? I don't know. Probably something like J-Lo in, uh, what's the, what was the name of that movie with Vincent D'Onofrio? Oh, where they the had cell. all the, like, yeah, the cell where the, like, writing, the borders kept coming up on the screen. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Like, why so that's where she, like, he was crazy, and she was, she was like, the psychologist, yeah. and she would go into his dreams, and he yeah. just had the creepy-ass dreams that you ever could imagine. But they all had, like, a gold border that kept yeah. really drawing itself around the edge. What's that? That's that's an unnecessary effect. I got it. It's a dream sequence. It did happen a lot, though. You don't need to make it look like stationary. <laughs> it did, Jerry. I wish you wouldn't have gotten it. You were watching the movie. Like, I, was I, don't, I don't. I don't get it. Jay Love. Thought that was real. Wonderful actor. All right, do you guys just want to get into Three Amigos? Have we have we decided whether or not we'll see? Inception? I'm, I'm going to go see Inception. You put an X through it, so. Well, no, I, I one shot, two kills. I thought Tom Berenger's going to kill this movie in another one. Is he in another one? <laughs> His one shot, two kill. I'll probably see it. It could be interesting. I get sort of a Vanilla Sky vibe when I saw the trailer on this one a little bit. I liked, as much as I hate Tom Cruise, I liked Vanilla Sky. Never made it through the whole thing. He didn't, he didn't enjoy Vanilla Sky? Tech support! <laughs> no, I fell asleep both times I tried to watch didn't it. It was great. I said it was good. Yeah, that's it was good besides Tom Cruise. He was in the entire movie. So. The Cruiser <laughs> makes every movie good. I wish we could talk about Hot Tub Time Machine, but somebody hasn't seen it here. You can you can mention it. That was a heavy recommendation. It, I would say I was heavily recommended after watching it. It was Cherry, pretty good. Would you it recommend was funny. it? Yeah. I think Tom liked it a little bit more than I did, though. I was greatly entertained by that movie. <laughs> Tom usually likes corny corny comedies more than mm-hmm. most people do. And Crispin Glover, and he, he, oh. you have to get excited. Crispin he, Glover was awesome. You don't get it very often to get a Crispin Glover appearance in. He's insane, though. Isn't nobody will hire him anymore? I don't care. He did a great job in this movie. <laughs> he has no arm. He has no arm. Then. In, in the future, he has no arm. And then when they go back in time to the 80s, he has both arms. So through the entire movie, you're waiting for him to get his arm chopped. So he goes through all these different situations where his arm <laughs> almost gets cut off, and then he escapes from it. And they're like, oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Best verses in a while, I think. This was a good one. Three Amigos versus Inner Space. Clearly, Three Amigos is a better movie. Oh, okay, we're on the opposite side. I chose strongly Inner Space as being the superior movie. Dennis Quaid is fucking awful. I don't care. Martin Short's character is just... Because you get the... You get Martin Short in both of them. You get the incredible voyage feeling from this movie. How... So I have the I don't have to watch... I get Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, Martin Short... El Guapo. El Guapo. El, El Guapo. Would you say I have a plethora? <laughs> oh, Guapo. yes, boss. You definitely have a plethora. It's a sweater. <laughs> El Guapo's gang in this movie put three amigos over it for me. Sorry, El Guapo is fantastic. I will give you that. Other than Martin Short, there's nothing... Oh, and the cowboy. There's nothing good. The cowboy, cowboy is, is phenomenal. I make love with my boots on. <laughs> El Guapo is good, though. He does. He's probably the best character that entire movie is El Guapo. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That and the Buttercup song. My little Buttercup. That's my, that's my, that's my, that's my. 
Sweet little buttercup, dear ah. little buttercup, my little buttercup. <laughs> that guy truly looked frightened in that scene. I, I don't think he was acting. I think he was actually running that bar when they came to film that movie. <laughs> my little buttercup. The German says to wake you. <laughs> So, well, you're, so you're actually I, voting for our three Migos. Yeah, but this was very tight race for me. I didn't think it was clear at all. These are two of my favorite movies from the 80s. But I I'm not saying Migos. I didn't like Interspace. I, I still enjoy Interspace. Interspace is a great movie. But Dennis Quaid, they should have just let Martin Short ingest him. It's the first time. <laughs> you didn't like when the bad guy gets dissolved at the end by the stomach acid and his little skeleton goes down? Uh, you learn all the anatomy and stuff of it? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's very important. Rabbit, rabbit anatomy. Yep. It's pretty cool. And he gets to see the, the baby inside of her. And it's the first movie yeah. in which... So how the hell did she, he get from her ear they, all the way... Flew really fast. I don't know. That's the question. <laughs> how he made it to her mouth, I don't know. But. Yeah, and what was he doing in Martin Short's mouth? Like, Why, why, why would you, you not want to be yeah, in Martin yeah, Short's what, mouth? What kind of you amount of shit? <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was having my Inception moment. I was in my dream. There was <laughs> if a, you invade my dream, I know, Jerry, you'll be shocked. <laughs> it's also the first movie where Meg Ryan gets to annoy you. Is that her first movie? Uh, that I remember. I'm she was in Top Gun. Top Gun came out before that, didn't it? Are you sure? Oh, we may have to upset the guy from Jersey here. Yeah, what well, the so, so the question is Meg Ryan first movie. So inter- you, just, you can just type in Meg Ryan. God, don't tell me. How, don't tell me how. To don't do this tell thing. me how to run my computer. I'm only gonna go slower, Chad. If you try to tell me what to do. Oh, she she annoyed me in Top Gun. If that was first, she was in uh, some soap opera. That's how she got started. Top Gun is definitely came on eighty six. Well, Interspace oh. was eighty seven. Oh shit! Armored and Dangerous, Dangerous was before. Yeah. But Armored and Dangerous came out after Top Gun, so I would have thought Armored and Dangerous might have been. She kind of she have a meteoric rise. She, she was on fucking fire there she, for two she, years. She went from jack shit to doing Top Gun. Huh? She Charles blew in charge. Steven Spielberg. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty big jump to go from. She blew Steven Spielberg. Did she? <laughs> she had to, I mean, she went from doing jack shit to doing Top Gun, Armored and Dangerous. Interspace, and then hit when Harry met Sally. And then Joe versus the Volcano tanked her career, but otherwise she was doing At what point did you think Charles in Charge was not big time? Uh, Sleepless in Seattle was her biggest hit, though. Charles yeah. well, yeah, so in charge of our nights. And she was pretty good. Anyway, she's in, she's yes. in the uh, Captain Planet. She's cool. terrible. So you've got mail. I mean, that was heartwarming. When a man loves a woman, IQ. Oh, proof of life. There you go. Kate Leopold. Yeah, Russell Crowe, come on. She, she's been with the Crow Daddy. <laughs> Who's the next uh, Robin Hood, I think. Once you go Crow, that's all you'll blow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. But yeah, the Three Amigos wins. Three Amigos wins. Inner Space, I mean, Martin Short was good, but other than that, it's. It has the sci fi element, that's about it. Well, I, I don't know. When, he, when he's first trying to ignore the voice, was greatly entertaining. He's like, I'm, I'm just going to watch a VHS tape, and it like, just starts on fire and starts melting. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> He's it's awesome. Just personal preference. And his manager at the grocery store. Oh, you mean the guy from the Burbs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's awesome. Eventually, we're gonna have to do the Burbs as a retro review, or did we already do that? I don't think we have. <laughs> All right, Tom. You want to take April Knife? It's got your favorite movie. Oh of time God! No, you made me take Letters to God. Oh, well, first we'll start with probably it's arguably worse is Date Night. Starring Steve oh. Carell, Tina Fey, and Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's looking pretty good, though, with the long hair, long curly hair. He's a handsome man. I'm he like the, the super cool interface where he can move shit around with his hands on the screen. And he produces Entourage, so he can do whatever he wants. There you go. But date night, everybody's going to like, though. Why? So it has Tina Fey. And Tina Steve Fey Carell is not funny. 
Yeah, tell that to everybody else. Son of a bitch. When is everybody going to realize this? I think she's funny in some stuff. When? I like her in some You have no business saying <laughs> You have no business? No business being out there. Tina Marquardt in New York City. A case of mistaken identity turns a bored married couple's attempt at a glamorous and romantic evening into something more thrilling and dangerous. But it's kind of a ripoff of uh, Out of Towners. Well, Out of Towners mixed with The Man Who Knew Too Little. Ah, uh, well, it does have a little bit of that smack in The Man Who Knew Too Little. This, Steve Carell's funny, but Just he's not as funny as Bill Murray. Yeah. And this it doesn't this doesn't look like a really good character for Steve Carell. He's some kind of bland. At least on the part of the, the previews that we saw. It looked, it looked like, like a whacked off joke. Mm-hmm. It looked like more of a Tina Fey vehicle for this movie. Yeah, yeah. everybody <laughs> thinks she's just fucking great, and I disagree. I disagree. I know. I didn't like Mean her. Girls. No, I did not. I haven't liked anything she's been in. Mean Girls was kind of entertaining. Oh, not for me. <laughs> not for me. I was so fuck you, fuck you guys. I'm like, <laughs> all right, Jerry. Come on, Jerry. We're, we're, we're going. We're going Come right on. to your heart here. Do it to me. Okay, letters to God, Jerry. <laughs> A young, hairless boy <laughs> writes letters to God as he fights cancer, which was undefined in this uh, preview, what kind of cancer he has. Inspiring, among many other people, a postal worker tasked with, quote, delivering the boy's mail to God. This is this is a Hallmark movie, and it, watching it, it's just like on the edge of being a spoof movie. It is. Like it almost seems like it could be. All they'd have to do is, like, when he throws the ball to him, have to whip it back in the kid's face, and all of a sudden you got the funniest movie ever made. Because, <laughs> you know, he brews really badly, you know, from all the medications he's on. And if I were a. It would be awesome to get some of these letters to God and be able to write back to him. Yeah, he, 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 this is something where if they could have made a comic movie where instead of being good and inspired by him, he could go the evil way and, like, reply to him from God and just, just fuck with his mind. And apparently he does, because there's a man with a handlebar mustache talking very <laughs> yeah, closely the with creepy the creepy Russian guy? Yeah. That, no, no, it uh, wasn't a handlebar. That was, like, the Raleigh Fingers. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he was, like, way out. It was, well, three to four inches away from his face. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that was God? I think that was the mailman's <laughs> version of God, which is a little scary. He's okay, like what is God to so, me? Raleigh Fingers' face... I think he just signed opening pedophile. to get into his mom in Russian hand. Who is yeah, wonderful. Yeah, because also starring this movie is apparently her deviated nasal septum. He's like, like, you're just looking for the cleft palate scar in there somewhere. You just couldn't quite see it. <laughs> he apparently is nailing her by the end of this, though. Who wouldn't? Yeah, I mean, the kid writes that it is... His mom needs a new boyfriend and mailman. It's kind of safe, though, because if you don't want a kid, it's going to die soon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of clear. clear. It's true. She's, this, not, she's not going to want to have kids again after going through this heartbreak. It's smooth sailing. This kid's in pretty good shape for being riddled with cancer. Yeah, he's apparently playing soccer. I don't know what the hell is with that scar on the back of his neck. Uh, I think that he was bitten by a demento. <laughs> I think that was the scar that he got from having... Uh, the, the cancer uh, surgery. Doc Ock. The Dr. Octopus thing right there. It's just general cancer surgery. <laughs> Continue the stomach but cancer. The cancer's in my kidneys. Nope, we got to make the cut in the neck. You have incurable what? chick cancer. <laughs> yeah, that one looks atrocious. Huh? We probably laugh more at that preview than any of the other previews yeah. that we watched. Uh, it, it's the most it was pretty preview. close to uh, Percy Jackson. Yeah. It was. Well, was it, the perfect game probably came number three today. All right. Limited yeah. release. The square and unscrupulous businessman looks to help his mistress abscond with the dividends from her husband's latest crime. Yeah, yeah, they they try good. to compare it to a Coen Brothers movie, which is a bad idea. Yeah, supposedly it was directed by an Australian stuntman with his yeah. brother. Yeah. I don't see how it could be. It didn't Edgerton, look like a Coen Brothers movie to me. Something no. Edgerton. No. All right, now I have April 16th. 
Kick ass. Kick ass, which looks absolutely terrible. I think it's going to be good. Really? I think it has a chance of being. I hope that they do a good job with the Batman spoof character. He could be good. Because that's Nicolas Cage, right? Yeah. Starring Nicolas Cage and Christopher Mintz Plassey. Despite the fact that he has zero superpowers, teenage fanboy Dave Lazuski looks to reincarnate himself as a crime-fighting superhero named Kick-Ass. A decision that will inspire a subculture of copycats, put his life in danger, and unite him with a similarly, similarly-minded father-daughter duo. Is Blank Man going to make an appearance in this? <laughs> I don't think so. No? That's one of those movies I remember to be really good. Watched on streaming a couple weeks ago. Not as good as Blank I remember. Man? Yeah. Did not do it for me the second time. Have Pretty you seen fun. it recently? No, not in the last couple of years. Yeah, so there. Duh, eh. I'm a crime fighter. Eh. Oh, oh A new feeling. <laughs> and then probably the preview I've seen the most of here. Because <laughs> I hate that movie. I'm sorry, it's terrible. Preview I've seen about 100 times, Death at a Funeral. My directed head. by Neil Haboot, starring Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence, which, you know, just sold a million tickets just saying those two names. A patriarch's funeral leads to a series of family arguments, revealing dark secrets and possibly murder. And a lot of midget jokes and gay jokes, I think. Yep. Yeah, why is there a white midget in that movie? Because he's, he's the gay white midget who sleeps with their dad. It's hilarious. It's really uncomfortable. Usually, if I'm going to make a joke, it's going to be a gay midget joke. <laughs> you think there's going to be any sort of Oreo jokes in here? Because there's white people and black people. There has to be at least one Oreo joke. <laughs> and now, even more inspired, inspiring hmm. than the letter to God... The perfect game from the directors of, or producers of The Blind Side, or directed? Or inspired by, or if you like no, The Blind Side. Basically, it said if you like The Blind Side, you'll like The Perfect Game. It stars Cheech Marin as a priest. In 1957, a baseball team from Monterey, Mexico, looks poised to become the first non-U.S. team to win the Little League World Series. Who played the abusive coach who's basically always threatening <laughs> to beat his kids with a bat during practice? Back to your Do position. It. Do it again! And throw uh, this throw this ball into the bucket. into the bucket. If you miss, you will be. You I think the Monterey worst. is like the richest city in Mexico, or one of them, too. And they're they're, they're just well, obviously they had, the kids dirt. had a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> they had a bucket, and they got uniforms, mighty ducks, you know. Yeah. And then all the black people <laughs> put together money for him. I was just like, what is this? And Lou Gossett Jr. makes an appearance, which looks pretty sweet. Did he sell his fighter plane? Like, how did he get this money? <laughs> we have to go see this, though. <laughs> no, we don't. Yes, we do. You can go see it. I'm going to go see the Joneses. And in limited releases, we've got the Joneses. Starring David Duchovny and Demi Moore. A picture-perfect family moved into move into a gated community where they constantly charm their neighbors who are unaware... Instantly. 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 They constantly charm their neighbors <laughs> who are unaware the new arrivals are secret employees of a marketing company. Does, did, did, did we see this in, uh, was it, uh, Mystery Men? Mad City? Stuff like that? Yeah. Mad City? Not the one with... Uh, John Travolta? Dustin Hoffman? This is the, you know, horrible media and... Uh, oh... I didn't remember any kidnapping in the Joneses. That's what John Travolta. David Duchovny kidnaps Demi Moore and uh, Demi Moore's. Uh, I, I just like uh, in uh, Mad City where they make uh, Larry King look like a badass. Larry King he, is a badass. He, he asks the tough questions. <laughs> Do you, I mean, would you believe that David Duchovny would be married to Demi Moore? How old is David Duchovny? Yeah, he's so way too old. <laughs> he looked much younger than Demi Moore. She is kind of skeletal now. Isn't she dating? What's his name? She, she's married, married to uh, Ashton Kutcher. Married though, right? Not yeah, officially. A Isn't thing? he's like. Half her age, right? At most, yeah. Uh, I'd say a quarter. Quarter, he's 12? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually 20. She's 80 years old. He's got the humor of a 12-year-old. Don't hit. Bam. And last, the one that Tom's excited to see, The Secret in Their Eyes, 
Yeah. One and, best uh, picture. Should we try to say in Spanish for you, Tom? Then, yeah. Oh, yeah, see. Sí. A retired criminal court investigator works on a novel based on a 25-year-old unsolved murder case that still haunts him. I thought this one didn't look all that bad. It, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to get a feeling, but it looked like a decent thriller yeah, movie. But... I don't. I don't it, see too many uh, subtitled movies in the theater. Yeah, I guess. But to attack this movie, that was also at the end of all these other previews that we watched. It we were pretty much willing to grab at anything. We had just watched Letters to God with uh, the perfect game back to back, almost, and uh, polishing off with the Joneses. Just like, oh, all right. Yeah, we didn't. Even, didn't even make it all the way to the end of the Joneses. No, I, I turned that one off. I had enough of that. It hurt. Uh, seeing, right. seeing him like basically rape her and like you know. Molester, it was a little disturbing. Rape's usually kind of funny in a good movie. It could be if done if done tastefully. Yes, a tastefully done rape scene, at least in Japan, because yeah, they're all over the rape stuff. Yeah, the Ed Gein movie, that movie was hilarious. This one is good. He doesn't ever rape him; he just eats there, <laughs> eats him, and then makes nipple belts. He made a nipple belt. Right. Yeah, he's that's scarf that wasn't that leather faces he made a nipple belt it was in the movie was it in the movie yeah was, he, so was it did he take a belt and put nipples on it or how do you make a he belt made, he solely out of nipples he cut nipples off people and made a belt out of human skin and put nipples on it <laughs> that's so sick you're almost impressed it's a true story I, I also want to say I'm impressed then he fed his fed the woman he killed to his neighbors and told him it was squirrel meat so that begs many questions about his neighbors <laughs> That is the biggest squirrel I've ever seen. I didn't know you could make steaks out of a squirrel. I don't know. The squirrel vagina tastes just like a woman. (laughs) (laughs) I helped. I helped. (laughs) All right. uh, Gross Point Blank. (laughs) Yes. Came out April 11th, 1997. So, like, this was two months before we graduated from high school. Wow, you're right. Uh, domestic gross was uh, twenty-eight million. I was pretty interested. So, whoa, <laughs> wow. whoa, Jerry, just blew my mind. I'm directing the sound into the microphone. Uh, wow, you are right. Thank you. Go oh, God. <laughs> oh, good God. Made twenty-eight million eighty-four thousand three hundred fifty-seven dollars. Not so good. No, not not as probably didn't good. cost all that much to make, though. I wouldn't think. There's a lot of stars though in that. Yeah. Besides John Cusack and Dan Aykroyd, I don't think there's... All the plastic surgery for make Mini Driver look like a human and not an alien? <laughs> costs well over $20 million. Uh, can we get Mini Driver's head into the shot, please? <laughs> Further. Nope, keep pulling back. <laughs> People thought she was a hot hot piece of... She's not unattractive, but... She's British. <laughs> yeah, she's British. It's uh, directed by George Armitage, who directed The Big Bounce... Nice. And written by Tom Jankovics. Jankowicz? Mm-hmm. Jankiewicz. Jankiewicz. Maybe it's Jankiewicz, actually. Jankiewicz, there we go. DV. Divincitis. Divincitis. Cinevitis? He wrote High Fidelity. Steve Pink, who directed Hot Tub Time Machine. And John Cusack. He wrote it? Nice. Nihilistic. Nihilistic. Philosophical hitman reluctantly accepts an assignment in Detroit, coinciding with his 10-year high school reunion in the ritzy suburb of Gross Point, Michigan. While in town, he tries to patch things up with the girlfriend he abandoned on prom night, avoid being killed by an overzealous competitor's henchman, and survive his surreal homecoming. Starring John Cusack as Martin Blank, <laughs> Mini Driver, and <laughs> Mini Driver as Debbie Newberry, Alan Arkin as Dr. Oatman. He's pretty funny. Dan Aykroyd as Grocer. Uh, Grocer. 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 
It looks like Grocer. I mean, they call it Grocer. They call him Grocer in the movie. Yeah, yeah it's Grocer. But it looks like Grocer when you write it down. Uh, Joan Cusack is uh, Marcella. Uh, Hank Azaria is Steve Lardner. K.T. or K. Todd Freeman as Kenneth McCullers. K.T. Ryback is. Uh, Jeremy Piven is uh, Paul Spiricki. And Michael Cudlitz is Bob DeStepolo. This is probably the worst collection of names trying to pronounce I've ever seen <laughs> in one movie throughout the director's end. Uh, take a bunch of Pol- Pollocks from the, Chicago. I don't movie. care. Yeah. Call them by the first letter. Then I was like reading through all the like cast members, and apparently John Cusack has a couple more siblings that got bit roles in it. Yep. Too, so yeah, the one, the one, uh, the drunk lady at the bar is apparently I think it's a sister. Sister, yeah. I didn't know there was that many Cusacks. There's a ton of Cusacks. <laughs> They're all excellent actors. And this is before Jeremy Piven made his comeback. Yeah. He hadn't really done anything before this. And oh, PCU. Yeah. That, that, that was, was about it. it. Yeah. The meteoric rise of One Crazy Summer. Then uh, IMDb gave it 7.4 user rating out of 10. So basically about 3 out of 4 stars. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 77%, 43 positive, 13 negative. Okay. Leonard Malton uh, gave it 2.5 stars. Mm-hmm. And if you asked me when I was like 13, 14, I would have gave it five stars, but I'd say it's about three and a half. I'm going two and a half. I, just, go, I give it four. I like, I like it. I still like it, but it's not as good as I remember. Oh. Travis is going to be mad at you guys. I know, but, you know. I don't want people listening to this. This, this was a cornerstone <laughs> of my high school years. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, yeah. I watched it, and I almost had to go read the synopsis again to make sure I understood what actually happened in this movie. A lot really? of stuff happens during that movie, I feel like. Yeah, there's a lot to keep know. track of. Maybe I, I've seen it so much that this yeah, would be this was the second time I've ever seen yeah. the movie. Really? Yeah, I, I probably saw this movie. I saw it twice in the theater. I think. Yeah, I probably after it came out on like VHS and DVD, I probably I've probably seen this movie like 15 times. Okay, that's what I said for me. I mean, it's not a terrible movie. That's why I gave it. I would call an average score for me, which was two and a half. So I gave four. Chad three and a half, two and a half. So yeah. six, ten, three, about three and a half, three point three. I feel Dan Aykroyd kind of stole the movie, though. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd was Aykroyd's awesome. Yeah. Bing, bang, but, bang. Uh, popcorn. I don't know. The, the popcorn movie that he says right before he gets the TV smashed on his head is pretty good. <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> I still can't buy that, that you know, John Cusack has this, like, homicidal rage that he had joined the military to use his, well, his, what, moral, moral flexibility. I don't know. Uh, I just, uh, the, the whole romance... Like she basically waited for him for ten years. No, she got married. She got married. But, I mean, divorced. She said, "Married to escape." Blah blah blah. And, like, and, and would you marry somebody like you just saw and like kill multiple people and like actually marry them like two days later? Be like, yeah, sure, why not? I yes, that's all you were calling that, wasn't it? That's, that's she, how she's, I met she's Holly. actually an assassin. Holly just killed a lot of people for fun. She didn't get <laughs> paid for it. No, how much did you get paid? Paid? And paid. <laughs> Oh, this is just cool stuff. That's just how you make a nipple belt. But uh, the uh, the uh, assassin that's trying to kill him, Benny the Jet Arquitas. Yeah, that's uh, J- John uh, Cusack's uh, kickboxer instructor. That's how he got in the movie, and also world champion kickboxer. Yeah, he is oh. also world champion, and kickboxer. also the referee in Digstown. Yep, he is. He was a stunt coordinator for Digstown, I think. It's a good movie. It was. Are we going to retro review Digstown anytime? Uh, it's your you turn to pick after this time. I know we have a theme though, right? No, no I, the, the next one. You the get, next episode. You get to pick Digstown. 
and then you know, something else. <laughs> something else. Something else. I'll tell you what to pick. So don't, <laughs> don't even don't even break where your head about it. If you pick and take stuff, then another movie with Lucas. Yeah, you're with Lucas. So no. Either you guys have trivia after. Uh, what school did uh, Steve Lardner go to? Uh, California school? No. No. Yale, I don't know. Big Ten school. Michigan. Ohio State. Oh. And Kenneth McCullers went to another Big Ten school. Notre Dame. Northwestern. MBA from Methane. Part of the Oregon Snap Food. Did you write this stuff down? Or just be like, no, I've seen this movie. Daniel Green Man. What school was Abraham? What color Steven, was he wearing in that scene? AKA team? Steve. <laughs> Not a bad movie, just, yeah, just it didn't do it much for me the first time. and Did you see it when it was in theater? Yes. That was the last time I saw it until now. So, uh, what is the radio station that Debbie works at? WKPM. WGPM. GPM. Do you remember the number? 79.5, which is not even on the radio dial. <laughs> What's the name of the restaurant that Martin and Grocer had breakfast where they ordered the omelet? Cup of Joe? Yep. And what is the name of the business that uh, Martin owns? What's his front? Trans, trans, Trident Pacific Global? Pacific Trident Global. Pacific Trident. De- 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 wow. de- definitely Nipple Belt. Definitely <laughs> Nipple Belt. Definitely Nipple Belt. Oh, you. I have yeah. seen that movie yeah. a lot. Yeah. You're all over that one. Nine millimeter subsonic? No, I you had that. You gave it to me on the fucking list. <laughs> She's actually pretty good in that, and usually she's not. Joan Cusack. What? My Blue Heaven? School of Rock? No, I will not. Rock. She was School not good. Rock. Were, you, were you sleeping through this movie? What about uh, Sixteen Candles? Sixteen Candles, I'll give you. The only reason that she ever got a job was because she's John Cusack's sister. She was, she was around <laughs> before Johnny, wasn't she? <laughs> I mean, I think she's only. Yeah, see, theoretically, yeah, she was born before, and that's about it. <laughs> Who wants to go? I haven't gone first in a while. Yeah, you I do it, Chad. Do, do it. Top ten villains. Villains. We have any guest lists? No guest lists. Really? Despite all of, all of our listeners. Uh, number ten. Stay with a straight face. If you send a list, we will send you some hometown pizza. Cookies. We will give you all the money we have in our pockets right now. Number ten. I have William Stryker from X Men Two. He is the old uh, old general that uh, okay. made uh, Wolverine. Nice. X Men Two is probably after the Dark Knight my favorite comic book movie so. movie yeah, yeah. adaptation. Number nine, I have Hans Gruber from may, Die Hard. That will may be may on, show that up will on, be on potentially every list. Today. <laughs> Shoot the glass. Number eight, I have Johnny from The Karate Kid. Okay, that's a good one. William, what's his name? I don't remember the actor's name. William starts with a Z. I don't remember. Z- There's probably no vowels in it, so it's gonna be tough. Then uh, number seven. From the movie Seven, uh, John Doe. John Doe. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. The Spacey, yeah. yep. Number six, I have uh, Big Trouble in Little China's David Lopan. Lopan! Shut up, Mr. Burton. You were not placed on this earth to get it. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, number five, I have The Joker, played by Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. That's a good one. Jack Nicholson was better. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Where did you get those wonderful toys? I'll show you one place, dickhead. Uh, number four, uh, Frank William Costello. Zappa. Sorry, Frank Costello from uh, The Departed. Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah, he was good. Yeah, in that. He, he's a badass in that one. And then number three, uh, Gene Hackman as Little Bill in Unforgiven. Oh, okay, that's a good one. This yeah. one is such a it was such a broad character. I mean, yeah, he could have been a good guy too. He's on the yeah. side of the law. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you? What? what? Uh, 
Like I don't think so. I'm arguing you a good, or are you like I'm arguing about evil, whatever it is. You know, the ambiguity of morality. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what really cranks my chain. I tell you that much. <laughs> then number two, I have Darth Vader. Star Wars. Really? Only two. Is number two. one going to be Emperor Palpatine or Jabba no. the Hutt? We just have two Darth Vaders. We have or Darth Maul. Uh, I oh. went with the uh, the or, original. Or uh, you went the original one. Okay, original Star Wars. I think Empire Strikes Back. I, I would consider Jedi. Jar Jar Binks played by David Prowse, voiced <laughs> by James Earl Jones. James Does Jar Jar Binks get villain because he ruined the whole movie? I think he should be villain just because he basically subjugated an entire culture of people by yeah. the way he talks. Yeah. yeah. Cultural villain, maybe we'll say that. <laughs> do you want to go next year or do you want me to? No, you can go ahead. Uh, number 10 for my is Jacoby Mugatu, played by Will Ferrell and Zoolander. Yeah, Zoolander. <laughs> Figured that one would show up. And with that, uh, number 9 is Damon Killian, played by Richard Dawson in The Running Man. He was the host of the of oh, yeah. Man TV yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was good. I am. Um, was. This is one like I, an elimination. It, it, this is one I went through. You could pick almost any of the. People that are showing you guys to fight. I mean, there's Sub Zero, who's the killer hockey player. Jesse Ventura is Captain Freedom. There's but a bunch Killian of is the villain in the movie. Yes, yeah. so that's why I had to pick him for that one. Number eight is Biff Tannen, played yes. by Thomas F. Wilson <laughs> in Back to the Future One yes. and Two. Excellent, and and three. He's yeah. also a Mad Dog Tannen. <laughs> that's right. He's his own ancestor, <laughs> much like Michael Gross in the Tremors movies. In yes. Tremors Four. <laughs> Uh, number seven, uh, Chucky in the Child's Play movies. I saw that one. I figured that one might show yeah. up. That is a he was that it's, scared me for many many terrifying. years. Terrifying. Number six is Mr. Smith. You've got Hugo Weaving in the Matrix. I'm not a Matrix what about, fan. What about Reloaded and Revolutions? I'm solely going with the Matrix. <laughs> he was pretty terrifying when there's like three billion of them. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Number five is Buffalo Bill or James Gumb. Played by Ted Levine at the Sound of the Lambs. Is she a great big fat person? <laughs> Precious! <laughs> are you alright? I, I can't know. even watch a trailer for that movie without <laughs> launching into Precious. Are you alright for about a half hour? Let's see. Uh, number four for me is uh, uh, Alice Krieg playing the Borg Queen in Star Trek First Contact. Pretty fucking terrifying. <laughs> Sounds like. She gave data the human skin blue on it and basically <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> that is a villain. That is there. Okay. <laughs> Tom, keep, 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 keep going. Keep going there, buddy. I, I, I will let you. I, I, I haven't seen the he, first contact. Keep trucking. I haven't seen first contact either. That's all. You could. She might be. With that, that oh, there we could have that. Could be a versus, or we, we could. I could do a Star Trek themed uh, episode if we wanted to. Yeah, if you wanted to. Top ten, uh, which would soon be retributed with a Star Wars episode. <laughs> Top ten things you can think of in Star Trek. <laughs> I might be able to get eight. Like ten things that are just better than than they are now. Like you know, no money, no poverty, no racism. Spock, yeah, Spock. Vulcans, hot female Vulcans, which is a cornerstone of the operation. Pretty much is. If you watch a lot of the shows, that tends to be the number three is Bill the Butcher, played by Daniel Day Lewis in Gangs of New York. Yeah, that, that, that was, was a good. That's a miss. That he was. He was awesome in that movie. One scary ass dude in that movie. Yeah. Number two, Hans Gruber, Ellen <laughs> Rickman, Die Hard. <laughs> you can't you can't go wrong with him. Now I have number ten. I have El Guapo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> After watching that movie, he's, he's, he's fucking El Guapo. <laughs> this happens to be the actual El Guapo. <laughs> <laughs> number nine, Hannibal Lecter. He was like number one on all the online lists I found. Yeah, everybody thinks he's just a great. Who was number one for the AFI list? I think it was no, it wasn't Hannibal Lecter. I'll, I'll pull that up because there's that AFI list that it was out yeah, of the top 50. Yeah. It might have been when Lando Calrissian turned bad. 
<laughs> you can keep going, Jerry. Yeah. Not to watch Number it. eight, I have uh, Nurse Ratched. Number one, Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal Lecter. Number eight, I have Nurse Ratched from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. All right, I'm going to find everyone that you stole off this list. Yeah, she's right up there. Yeah, she's number five. There. Yep, there we go. I don't know if I don't think I've ever actually seen that movie, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's awesome. I love that movie. It's basically it's the start of doing like ECT therapy, right, for great people where they would shock them, watch over therapy. There's, that's part of it. Yeah. And that's like why people are still scared of it today is because of that fucking movie. <laughs> that's probably why I never want to watch it. Uh, number seven, Reverend Harry Powell from uh, Night of the Hunter. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I was. No, I was, was that made in the 1800s? He's, or the he's pretty bad. It's Robert Mitchum. He's pretty badass. Nice. Oh, yeah. okay. He's love and hate on his knuckles. This is made in the 50s, and he plays a preacher that is just just fucking evil. Oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. Number six, requisite Hans Gruber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shoot the glass. That is the trifecta. Yippee motherfucker. Number five, I have General Zod. Neil before two. Zod, Terrence Stamp, yeah. okay. Superman Two. Oh, I'll give you that, that one. On, that was on a lot of lists. I think that was on the. I, I don't think that was lower. on this. Really? Could have swore it's on a couple of lists. I thought I dug deep for that one. No Zod on this one. No. <laughs> they did for some. I'll pick Daniel Denzel Washington in Training Day for the AFI <laughs> list. Explain that one to me. Hans Gruber's there. Hans the Gruber and the Joker, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Bam! I prefer the Heath Ledger. Number four, I have Biff Tannen from the Back to the Future oh, movies. Oh, there you go. I didn't think... cornerstone of my childhood. Did not think he'd show up on two lists. And I'm if, impressed. And he's not on that list, I don't think. Number three, Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I thought he was, he was awesome. Number two, I have Annie Wilkes from Misery. Oh, I would consider that a miss on my list. She, it's one of my favorite characters. Kathy Bates, that is a really good that. one. You cock and number one, I have DJ Lopan, David Lopan, from Big Trouble in Little China. I have uh, Norman Stanfield from uh, The Professional. Oh. Gary Oldman. Oh, that's pretty good. I one. love that movie. It's All right, Chad, guess who's number one? Khan! Oh, God, I love him. And I, I have a bunch of ones that I had to cut that I think are worth mentioning. I have Simon Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. The Predator from Predator. I didn't I, I didn't do Terminator or Predator. It can... One's an alien. I, I tried to just go with humans. Oh, humanoids. Now then, Pennywise from It. Oh, a clown. It, it, yeah, it's not. A, it's more of like a monster as opposed to a villain. But I like. I understand. Lex Luthor from Superman. Freddy Krueger, the Joker, Darth Vader, Hannibal Lecter, Terminator, Norman Bates, um, Jack Torrance, Frank Booth from Blue Velvet. I really made me say. <laughs> Think I'm the fucking well-dressed man after you, Harry Lyme from The Third Man. That's not on, on the AFI top. Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, Magneto. Oh, okay. Clarence Boddicker. How old And uh, John Doe. Yeah. Well, I think the only one I didn't actually use, I had Black Knight, John played by John Cleese and Monty Python on the Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, See, so yeah, I have Saruman from uh, Lord of the Rings. Slytherin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Otto Octavius. From Spider-Man 2. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Khan, Star Trek 2. <laughs> uh, then the only one that has been met, Alex Trevelyan, 006 from GoldenEye. Sean that's a Bean. good one. And Dr. Evil was what I thought about from... Mm-hmm. But he turns out to be a good guy in number three, though. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I also had Max Cady played by Robert De Niro in Cape Fear. Really? So not the Robert Mitchum, Max Cady? The older one? Uh, yeah, I went with the older one. So I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> What is, let's, so go through the AFI list here. See, see if we sure have we any more misses. We do have uh, Oric Goldfinger from Goldfinger. Goldfinger. 
I think Gold Member actually would have been more entertaining. Why is it that bad? So, kind of starting at rank one, we have Hannibal Lecter, Norman Bates, Darth Vader, the David Prost version, Wicked Witch of the West, Nurse Ratchet, Mr. Potter, Alex Forrest, played by Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction. That's pretty high. Phyllis Dietrichson. Dietrichson. Uh, Double Indemnity. Good movie. Could give a shit less. <laughs> Regan McNeil and The Exorcist, The Queen, and Still Way of the Seven Dwarves. Uh, Clock, uh, Michael Corleone, played by Al Pacino, The Godfather. Clockwork Orange, Alex DeLarge, Hal 9000. That's a pretty good That's one. That's a good one. I was trying to look for like a maniacal robot or something like that. But I tried to stick with humanoid people. <laughs> <laughs> the Alien, Amon Goth, and Schiller's List. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Noah Cross in Chinatown. Annie Wilkes. I, that's a miss on my list. Misery. The Shark in Jaws. <laughs> I thought I would pick Richard Dreyfus. Man in Bambi. Man. No, that's a miss on my list. Just man. <laughs> man. <laughs> Captain Blood, the Bounty, the Manchurian Candidate. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. No, me either. I saw the uh, Denzel Washington version. Not so good. Terminator, Eve Harrington, Gordon Gecko, and Wall Street. Jack Torrance, uh, played by Jack Nicholson in The Shining. I guess he was the bad guy in the end. I would have said the house is kind of the bad guy. Yeah, the villain. More man, perhaps. Cody uh, Cody Jarrett in White Heat. Just the Martians and War of the Worlds as it goes. I would say with Martians and uh, Mars Attacks. Yeah, that'd be better. <laughs> the Robert Mitch of Max Cady. Uh, oh, so. there's another one of mine. Reverend Harry Powell, Knight of the Hunter. Travis Bickle. Do you think he's related to Sergeant Al Powell? <laughs> Sergeant Al Powell. <laughs> Miss Danvers and Rebecca. I'm not sure what that one is. Clyde Barrow and Bonnie Parker, Bonnie and Clyde. Count Dracula and Dracula. Marathon Man, Dr. Christian Zell. That's a pretty good one, Lawrence Olivier. J.J. Hunsaker, Sweet Swell Success, Blue Velvet, Frank Booth. Yes, thank you. Cruella DeVille, what was the list ones I ever heard of? Freddy Krueger, that's an interesting one. Daddy Likes. <laughs> Joan Crawford. Daddy Likes. Boy, Public Enemy. Uh, we got Scar. Hans Gruber, number 46. There that's we go. low. That is low. I'm disappointed. I'm pleased they made the list. How many times has Die Hard been mentioned in our list throughout the episodes? <laughs> At least almost every... We can usually fit them on somehow at some point through this. I don't think we can fit it on the next list. That'd be kind of tough. Well, I guess I don't know what it is, Chad. Maybe she should All right, next episode. Uh, feature movie is going to be Get Him to the Greek, which is kind of a sequel to Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, what's the mu- musician's name? Uh, Elton Brand. Brandt. Brandt. What's the guy's name? Like L. Allison. Kenny Rogers? Not Kenny Rogers. Dave Mustaine? Sepulchre? But, anyways, Getting to the Greek is our featured movie. Uh, Then uh, we're going to have a cooking themed episode. Should we bring treats? If you want to, Jerry. We could eat on on the air. Our versus is. What's the guy's name? Elton Brand? Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Elton Brand is. I'm thinking Aldous, but it's very confusing. But uh, he's going to be doing the Eldris Stone role. And. uh, with uh, what's his name? Uh, Jason. Jason Segel. No, the. Eddie Williams. The kid from Superbad. Um, Go down. James a Spader. Bit. Jonah Hill. Oh, okay. So, but uh, our verse is gonna be Ratatouille, the the Pixar movie, versus Julie and Julia. Wow, so we actually really have to watch the, it. the oh. two sides of the coin. I mean, those are pretty two different. Are those both on streaming? 
Uh, Ratatouille isn't, but Julia and Julia is. Oh, okay. Well, that's actually Julia and Julia is one I haven't seen yet, so that's good. Guess who's uh, coming to the diner? Then our retro review is uh, a classic. Guess who's coming to dinner? Spencer Tracy. Did you make him pick this? It's on streaming. Oh. I've never I, seen this. I, one, I, I was know. trying to think of something to do for the episode. Sydney sorry. Poitier. Oh, go with the uh, okay, the theme. And I wanted to get one that was on stream. What do they, what do they have to eat? I guess it's coming to dinner. I'm gonna find out. That might be some trivia for next time. What was on the table? I made it for two sixteen. It's, it's only, in, it's only an hour and forty minutes, so it shouldn't be too painful. I'm pretty sure one of our trivia questions would be who came to dinner. <laughs> who was that dinner, by the way? Yeah, I, I kind of missed it. I didn't watch this. I, I was guessing the whole time, and then this black guy showed up. And <laughs> Then our uh, top ten food movies. So I think so. this is going to be an all horror film one for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Despite uh, let's see, what's what's a non horror food movie? I'll, I mean, you guys have you guys seen Bad Taste? Peter yes. Jackson's first yeah. film. Yeah. That is a food movie. It's that one is about extraterrestrials grinding up human beings to make hamburgers. <laughs> I don't know. You do uh, Animal House, the food fight. Okay. Okay. So does food have to be a featured part of the movie? <laughs> yeah. So any movie basically that has a food item. So. Uh, Hamburger University. There you go. How yeah. about Porky's? They don't eat at Porky's. Isn't Porky's a whorehouse? Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I haven't seen Porky's. But I thought Porky's... I thought Porky's was like a restaurant. Yeah, I thought it was a restaurant, isn't it? That's a strip club and a whorehouse, I think. Hmm. Could be interesting. I mean, we may have to revisit Porky's. We all have <laughs> different memories of this. <laughs> nope, not whorehouse. I thought, that, I thought they went there and had milkshakes. Definitely a whorehouse. <laughs> all right, uh, then... Go to the website, www.sector512productions.com forward slash pgpfilmcast or www.pgpfilmcast.com. Yeah. Go to that one. You, that's, a, that's a lot easier. That one is so much easier to say. Then go to the website. Our emails are on there. Click on them and somebody once maybe send me an email. Do you really want one, though? I mean, truly. I, are you I, just saying that? No, I set up the forward thing. I'm all I don't set. Know, I'm, I'm, do you guys want to switch the next episode? Do you guys oh, don't look see at that? No, we're we're the listeners agree with me. Inner space. And I tr- and I Who promise, voted? I promise I did not cheat and have four <laughs> voters on that. I voted for three amigos. I didn't so. vote. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> what the well, hell is we wrong a, with you? We have, a, we have a website. <laughs> no, I always forget about the poll. What's this in the middle table? Is that a microphone? Are you recording this? I'm out of here. I'm gonna go vote right now. I don't trust you. I'm so excited for McGruber to come out. McGruber! <laughs> I'm so I'm very interested to see how they make an entire movie out of that. The same sense. way they make out of, uh, entire movies out of all the Saturday Night Live. Wayne's World though was that I mean they made some decent SNL movies. Coneheads yeah. was excellent. Coneheads is the best one. I think. Have we done Coneheads as a retro review? Yes. Didn't we? No. I don't, no, that was our very first one. Oh, God, damn it. it. Remember I gave it a four and a half stars and you guys just Oh flipped. yeah. Oh, sweet. That was both five stars, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> We had higher standards then, Chad. We had higher standards then. <laughs> All right. Good night.